0: Hola, and welcome to Spanish Answers, episode 36. I'm your host, Sarah, with Language Answers, and today's cultural tip finishes up our brief cultural look at Spain, and today we'll be talking about a few more fiestas. I know that we talked about holidays last episode, but there are some really, really cool festivals that Spain has that we really need to talk about. First, and perhaps my favorite festival that I have ever heard of, is Las Fallas in Valencia. Las Fallas, or La Semana Fallera, or the Festival of Fire, is basically a celebration for five days where people who have been working on these big fallas or these big constructions, um, they're made of cardboard and paper mache, and they're just incredible works of art. I've, of course, included links in the show notes to all the different areas i got the festival information from and you can see the photos there and they're just incredible you would never realize that they're made of like paper mache or cardboard but they are and it's just astounding what people can do with these materials anyway at the end of the festival is really when things get heated it's called la crema and i think la crema would be my favorite part of the entire event so basically what happens is they set fire to all of the faillas all of them Just All are on fire. That's the whole point. You spend so much time on these things and then at the end of it all you just light it on fire and watch it burn. (laughs) I don't even know. But they also have fireworks at the end of this to celebrate it and it's just a really cool holiday. So this is celebrated from the 15th to the 19th of March. The next holiday takes place on August 26th, or at least it'll be the 26th this year and it happens in Buñol, Spain, and it is the tomatina, la tomatina, and basically people just throw tomatoes at each other, and at the buildings, I assume around the plaza, but mainly you're just trying to throw them at each other, and that's it. It's just a celebration of throwing tomatoes. I think that's hilarious. I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before on the podcast, but it is another one of my favorite festivals, just the fact that it exists makes me so happy. And then along those lines, from the 28th to the 30th of June every year, is the Haro Wine Festival, aka La Batalla de Vino de Haro, And basically people just wear white clothing with a red handkerchief and throw wine at each other. Again, Spain has some of the most hilarious festivals. I just, I love this. And then lastly, but not least, of course, is the Bolo that happens in Matalpino, Madrid. So, basically, instead of running with the bulls, which everyone knows of that festival, these people, this pueblo, has basically taken that idea and taken the bulls out of the equation, and instead they have a ginormous ball of, I guess, synthetic material, and it's covered, it's got this design of a bull on it, and that is what chases people through the streets instead. Interesting twist. I would be interested to watch that and then watch The Running of the Bulls and just see which one is more terrifying for the participants. And this takes place, well, this year it took place between the 7th to the 14th of June, this festival. Running with the Bulls Festival updated, I guess. So, there you have it four interesting festivals that Spain has. So let's go ahead and move on to our actual episode content. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the importance of understanding if a word is masculine or feminine, if you use el or la. And most of the time, you can generally tell from the word which gender it is, right? A lot of words in Spanish that end in A are feminine, and a lot of words that end in O are masculine. However, there are, of course, always exceptions to these rules, and sometimes, with the six words that we'll highlight today, they can be both. And the article that you use determines the meaning of the word. Now, two of the words I did get from the book, La Gramática para la Composición, and that would be coma and frente, but the others, either from memory, like capital, or just from scouring the dictionary by the Real Academia Española in order to find some more unique ones, maybe words that wouldn't be on an internet list of these, these examples. I will be providing, however, example sentences for each word, for both the masculine and the feminine form, and those example sentences I did come up with on my own. So let's go ahead and get started. The first word is capital, capital. And if it is masculine, so it's el capital, then it's like money or capital when you talk about capital, or borrowing capital, or setting up capital. For example, Yo voy a prestar capital del banco para mi negocio. If it's feminine, so la capital, then it's the capital city. For example, Denver es la capital de Colorado. El capital, the money, think about money, and la capital, it's the city. If it helps, you can think of it this way, where L has an E in it, just like dinero has an E in it. Moving on to our second word, it's ARA. A R A. Now, according to the RAE, or the Real Academia Española, in Bolivia, Mexico, Paraguay, and the Dominican Republic, if you say el ARA, then you're talking about the name of various talking birds. Whereas if it's feminine, just in general, in the general Spanish speaking world, then it is an altar. So, la ara is an altar and el ara is the name of different talking birds. So, some example sentences. For masculine, you could say, yo vi un ara. And for feminine, la ara or an altar, you could say, el judaismo del Antiguo Testamento requirió una ara. For our third word, you also have probably heard of the feminine form of this noun but not necessarily the masculine so it's barba and la barba is a beard but el barba is basically something from classic spanish theater it's the actor who plays a respectable and older person in the play so el barba is an actor specific type of actor and la barba is a beard An example sentence for el barba is el barba fue genial. And for feminine, la barba, el hombre tiene una larga barba. Our fourth word is a little bit more common, so it's coma. If it's el coma, then you're talking about a comma. But if it's la coma, then you're talking about a coma. In other words, el coma is the grammatical mark you write in your sentences and la coma is someone who is in a vegetative state. So some example sentences, el coma, el. Mucha gente no sabe como usar un coma, correctamente. And la coma, mi tío sufre una coma. Our fifth word, maybe you've heard of the masculine and feminine, maybe you haven't, but it's disco. El disco refers to a CD or a DVD or a disc of that kind, and la disco is basically slang for a discoteca, so a discotheque or a nightclub. Some example sentences, el disco, me gusta escuchar mi disco de Shania Twain. I hope you guys like country, if you don't, well, Shania Twain was awesome as a country singer. I'm sure she's great as a pop singer. but. I loved her as country. Now, el disco can also refer to a discus or a puck, like in hockey or in discus throwing. So an example sentence for that would also be, no puedo lanzar un disco, which is the truth. Now for la disco, an example is, la disco es muy ruidosa. And now on to our last word, our sixth word, frente. And this one is also one of the more common words that you'll see on lists that compile, you know, el versus la definitions. El frente is the front. Like, it can be the weather, or it can be in war, or just in the front. And la frente is the forehead. So, an example sentence of el frente is, Los meteorologos discuten los frentes en la televisión and la frente. Ella tiene una frente pequeña. That's all for today. Please don't forget to check out the show notes for notes and or links to resources used for this episode. This episode was brought to you by Language Answers Limited. If you're looking for a Spanish to English translator, someone to edit or review your documents, or would like tutoring, you can email me at contact at languageanswers.com. That's contact at languageanswers.com or visit my website, www.languageanswers.com. You can also send me your questions or topics you'd like me to discuss in a podcast episode. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in two weeks.